This is the Two Fish Podcast, where we try to keep biblical truths simple. Your hosts, Nick Burt and Aaron Apple. Hey, Two Fish community. We hope that uh, you have had a very blessed week. We have had uh, an exciting week, and we continue to move forward with the Two Fish Podcast. Yeah. So across from me is Nick Burt, and I am Aaron Apple. Nick, what do we got going on this week? This week, we're going to talk about Thanksgiving. We're going to talk about that because right around the corner, like two weeks away, is Thanksgiving. It's a celebration of eating way too much and being thankful for everything that we have. So yeah, we're going to talk about being having gratitude and being thankful and what the Bible has to say about that. So as you enter the season of Thanksgiving, uh, one of the things that was, I think, on my heart and maybe even on Nick's heart is sometimes we enter this season and we're we're a little bit ungrateful. And I think we even celebrate this this weekend here in America, like, and we don't truly reflect on either what the actual holiday is supposed to mean or even to take it a step further and put God into the mix of it and and to be thankful for what God has done in our lives. Yeah, we tend to make it about turkey, football, and naps. Because you you ate too much turkey, you sat down to watch football, and then you fall asleep because of the turkey. Right, and if I think back to even before I was a, a Christian follower, a Christ follower, Friday before the Thanksgiving, like that Friday, all the college students come home. Yeah. It was all about the party night. Yep. And then you went to Thanksgiving and you were, you were hung over. So... <laughs> So this year, Nick and I wanted to bring in, uh, bring the Bible into this season uh, more than I think what we have in our life, or at least I know more than what I have in my life. I wanted to, to make sure I can reflect on on what God says, and the Bible, uh, what we should be thankful for, and then uh, just go through some scriptures that uh, we're gonna we're gonna point to for for what we think's going around in our head. Yeah, I do have to ask, do you guys at Thanksgiving, your family, sit around the table and say what you're thankful for? We do not. You no, do not? No. We do, and you want to go first so that you can say family, God, <laughs> the easy ones, because then by the time you get around to the other side of the table, everyone's going, no, you can't say that. You can't say that. Someone already said that. So you want to be the one of the first ones to, to say it. But so turning to Scripture, uh, I think a great verse to start with is 1 Thessalonians 5.16. Rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. So basically, all the hard times that you go through all year, and again, it's kind of like that episode we did almost a year ago about New Year's. You don't have to wait for Thanksgiving to do this, to think about all the things that you have that God's given you, whether it's your family or your friends or your possessions that you uh, that you have, being thankful is something we should do all year long. And First Thessalonians says we should do it in all circumstances, even when it's rough. God knows we've had some rough a rough year and a half to two years this past couple of years. So so being thankful in all circumstances is God's will for us. That's super difficult though, and I think we talked about that on our last episode, like how difficult that can be. When you're going through the struggles and the hard times in this, man, this last year and a half, two years, they, they have been. But to fall to our knees and be thankful, not not necessarily fall to our knees and be in prayer about these things, right? But be thankful 
for what we have and what we're going through because likely you have a lot more than a lot of other people in this world. Yeah, there's always someone that has it worse than you. That's kind of what I've always thought of is when I'm in that bad times, yes, I want to feel self-pity or I want to have those feelings. But if I actually stop and think about it, there are people that are a whole lot worse than what I have, whether health or what I have or my job or all that stuff. I have it pretty good. Also, even when you have it good, you need to be thankful, thankful in all circumstances. So I think for the the next verse that we're, we're going to go to, um, my thought process, it, it goes along with this thankfulness too, but the beginning of it really stood out to me because this is the holiday season. And I believe that we've blown not necessarily Thanksgiving out of portion, but we've blown Christmas out of portion and it gets tied into this this season and we forget not only to be thankful, but we kind of just like blow everything out of the window, right? So uh, Philippians 4, 6 through 7, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So that first part of that, we like to go to Thanksgiving. We Maybe we sit around the table and we say what we're thankful for, but that immediately that next day, we are, man, we are worried about Christmas and how much we're going to buy and what we can or can't buy. And this season even seems worse because everything's sitting in the port in yeah, California. There's nothing, there's nothing to buy. So with the anxiousness of that even with providing toys for the kids or food on the table uh, don't be anxious instead the prayer and petition with thanksgiving and that's hard how do you show how do you show thanksgiving when you don't have or when you're in need of i i think part of that we've gone too far with these seasons right and we're not supposed to be of this world, but we're supposed to be in this world, right? Yeah. And these things that we get anxious about this and that we become unthankful for are all fleshly desires. They're not even godly desires. So we need to come back to this petitioning and praying and being thankful for what God has provided, I believe. Another verse that talks about Thanksgiving is in Psalms 110 verse 4. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him. Bless his name. And I think that's just a way that the writer of Psalms is saying, how do you have thanksgiving to God? Well, enter his courts, enter the church, enter a time of prayer with him with praise and thanking thanking him, blessing his name. It doesn't necessarily have to be thank you for what I have, but you're showing thankfulness for what he's done for you maybe or what he's already provided for you, you know, having that praise that First Thessalonians was talking about, the rejoicing always. Yeah, I like that rejoicing always. We get, I find myself here, I get hung up on negative negativity, right? It's just never enough or keeping up with the Joneses. We, we find ourselves in a, in a point where we're focusing on what our neighbors have or what the Instagrammers of the world now have and they're, wearing flashy watches and the fancy cars and the and we get hung up in all that all those wants and the desires of of things we 
we probably can't afford, things we probably don't need. And when we're hung up on all that negativity, we don't even try to enter the gates. We don't even go to them with thanksgiving. Like, we might go to them in, in prayer, but we're not very thankful for what we have received. Or yeah. even the miracles that have occurred, I think we often miss because we're hung up in this negativity of the world and our fleshly desires. Yeah, you bring negativity into the mix here, which is kind of the opposite of what we're trying to talk about or what the opposite of Thanksgiving. It's so much easier to be negative than it is to be positive. I don't know why. I just feel like that's kind of the world around us right now is there's always you. Everyone's got an opinion on everything. You're either this or you're that and you can't stand the other person. And there's like this clear line and all we are is talking negatively about everything. What would happen if even in our own families, instead of the negativity, this year for Thanksgiving, we said we're not going to even go there at the meal. You know, the the conversation at Thanksgiving dinner where crazy Uncle Joe starts talking about politics, which everyone, again, everyone has an opinion on, but it ends up always being negative and always being a fight. What if we stayed away from that stuff this year and everything that we said was positive, uplifting, not negative? I mean, just stay away from it. And you'll find out positivity is kind of infectious. Thanksgiving is kind of infectious. Because once you start doing that, it's like, oh, yeah. And it just continues and continues and continues. If we can keep the negativity out, how much easier it is to show Thanksgiving and to be content with what we have. Yeah, and your crazy Uncle Joe story reminds me of of a guy's Facebook page that I commented on. This would have been back when when Trump was running for president and he was going to get elected this guy said if you're if you're voting for that man I want you off my Facebook I don't want to be your friends I don't care if you're my family I want nothing to do with you I'm cutting all ties with you and that's not the attitude to come into Thanksgiving with yeah we we let these things get in and cause this divide of a of a line that shouldn't exist where if we would come in and do kind of what you're saying and have more praises for each other we would probably move the world a lot faster than we are if we continue to have that attitude that guy had and say your opinion's not the same as me we're cutting ties we can't even converse have a conversation so when we come to situations like this and we we are divided like there's so much of that going on in the world right I come back to that first Thessalonians, rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances. We are to pray. When these divisions come up between a brother and a sister, you need to go to prayer for them. Try and find that unity. Just because your opinion is one thing, mine's another, doesn't mean we can't meet somewhere in the middle. Just because you think the best apples are green in the I think the best apples are red. Well, you would be wrong. The best apples are green. Doesn't mean like the yellow one's not good. The yellow one is good. Right? Absolutely. But if you don't come together, you can never find that unity. Yeah. I think another example we can go to this for, for this Thanksgiving, the type of Thanksgiving that we should have. You can go to 2 Kings 4, 8 through 37 and read the story of the Shudamite woman who came came alongside the prophet Elijah 
So Elijah had been coming to their house. He's been eating there. He had a room there. Uh, she was married. Uh, they did not have any kids. But Elijah had told them, this time next year, you'll be holding the son in your arms. So they ended, they ended up having a kid, and the kid got a little bit older. He ended up sick. I uh, told his dad he was out working in the field, so I don't know how old he was, somewhere between the age of like three and a teenager, right? Who knows? Doesn't say. But I told his dad, my head hurt, my heart hurts. So his father told him one of the servants, take him back home to his mom. Uh, mom ended up taking him on a donkey back into town and, and ended up at Elijah's house. I imagine the synagogue at the time because Elijah was a prophet, right? Her son ended up dying. Elijah took her son and took him into the room and closed the door and began to pray over him, and and eventually the son came back to life. And at the end of this story, in verse 37, this woman, she fell at Elijah's feet and bowed before him, overwhelmed with gratitude. That's the kind of thanksgiving I think we need to go to Christ with. We need to fall to our knees with gratitude. I know in other places it calls us to fall to our knees in prayer, but I think we need to fall to our knees in gratitude and be thankful for what he has done in our lives. Yeah, and that's an extreme example there. Hopefully you've never lost a a son or a daughter or a child because that would be just absolutely devastating. And it's an extreme example that Elisha does there. But again, I feel like we keep going back to Thessalonians in all circumstances. So even if it's not that big of an extreme, falling to our knees and giving thanksgiving. Uh, Another example, and I think I feel like it's always a good thing to bring Jesus into this. In Luke 17, uh, the story starts in verse 11. But what Jesus does is he heals these lepers. There's a bunch of them. There's Jewish guys. There's a couple Sumerian guys. And he heals them and he says, go to the, go show yourselves to the priest. And as they went, they were cleansed. But then one of them came back, praising God with a loud voice. And he fell on his face. There is again, getting down on your knees, falling on your face at Jesus's feet, giving him thanks. And Jesus said to the Samaritan, were not 10 cleansed. Where are the other nine? Was no one found to return and give praise to God except this foreigner? And he said to him, rise and go. Your faith has made you well. So there, Jesus is kind of saying, hey, you know what? Part of this Thanksgiving is also a faith thing. We need to, when it is hard, maybe we've lost a a loved one. Maybe we're going through a horrible situation here. It's also a faith thing. Understanding, yes, this is going not well, but I have faith in God, and I'm going to be thankful. Also, whether he answers my prayers or not, I'm going to be thankful for where I'm at right now and what I know he can do in the future. So there you go. It's kind of a tying faith, our faith that we've talked about in James to being thankful. The Bible says they're, they're together. They're, they're connected. Yeah. I think that the story you just read, there's kind of the opposite going on there. Like you, you're talking about struggles, but something fantastic happened to that guy and he came back and he was, he had that gratitude, the same gratitude that woman had and he fell to his knees and he was thankful for it. And I think that's that's a point to even when things are going well, you better be giving God credit. Yeah, we've talked about that before, is we typically end up praying to God when things are going bad and asking for things. We're asking for situations to be better. Do we always do 
what the Bible says in all circumstances. Are we giving giving thanksgiving even when it's good? Which I think then leads us into contentment. When we have when we are thankful, we end up being content. In First Timothy six six it says, But godliness with contentment is great gain, for we brought nothing into this world, and we can take nothing out of it. So being content with what we have, whether it's a little or a lot, being content, being thankful for where we're at, where God has us in this season of our life, being content comes out of being thankful, having gratitude for everything that we have or everything that we know God can provide. I really like that. And that brings me to the last verse that I kind of threw in my notes was, Uh, Colossians 3.15, and let the peace that comes from Christ rule in your hearts for as members of one body, you are called to live in peace, which is part of that peace is contentment. Mm -hmm. Like you're not going to be at peace if you're always desiring something more. Yeah. If you're always desiring a a new car or new whatever, like you're never going to be at peace. You're always going to be chasing the next dollar. You're always going to be chasing the next best thing. And that this verse ends once again, and always be thankful. So you're not going to find that contentment. You're not going to find that peace when you're, you're constantly chasing and struggling with these fleshly desires that social media loves to th- throw in front of our face. I think a good way to wrap this up is saying, remembering what you said earlier, we're not of this world, but we're in this world. Be content with what we have. Give thanksgiving for what we know God has done in our lives. So I guess a challenge out of this episode as next week as you're sitting around the table at Thanksgiving, hopefully with lots of family around, I guess a challenge would be to try to stay away from the negativity and be genuinely thankful for where you're at in life. Whatever you have, whatever God's given you, being content with what that is. And hopefully that'll pass on that positivity, not the negativity. Being thankful will pass on around the table as you're eating together and enjoy this season. Because uh, again, like we said, the anxieties are going to come with the Christmas season. It seems to always come. So enjoy this season by being thankful for what God's done in your life. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. Make sure you go out and join the Two Fish community on Facebook and Instagram. Also, hit those subscribe and follow buttons so you don't miss next week's episode of the Two Fish Podcast.